Hey everybody, I am Mar Gray and I am with the beautiful and talented Samantha Calendar. Hey Sam. Hey, what's up everyone? Uh, and today we are, well, before I tell everyone what we're doing, we are Mar at Midnight. Thank you for coming once again to the show. Um, but today we are not alone. We have a special guest yet again, fellow okay. Miami alum, Moyo. Hey Moyo. Hey, how's everyone doing? We're doing well. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Good. So before we get before we get into the show, do you want to tell our listeners something about you, like what you do or who you are, just anything? Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, I went to Miami as well. So love and honor to all the Miamians out there. Um, but I do strategy consulting. So I work for Deloitte and I focus on innovation and venture capital. So that's a little bit about myself, but um, I live in Chicago now. So shout out to the Chicago as well. Shout out to Windy City. <laughs> right. Two Chicago people on the call today. Um, I love Chicago. I really need to take another visit. Um, I love it there. But today's topic is all about communication. And as we all know, communication isn't always as easy as we think it is. But I, to start this conversation off, I wanted to see by the group, like, how would you describe effective communication? Like, what does communication mean to you? So anybody who wants to answer. Okay. Um, for me, effective communication, I feel like there's like different like segments of it. So like, there's like a quantity piece of it, which is like, I would think of as like consistency, whatever mm -hmm. that consistency or cadence is with that person that you're talking to. And then um, there's like your ability to clearly um, get across whatever messaging you're trying to get across. Um, so that's kind of like the two different segments that I would say it like falls under. But um, yeah, so I guess in my, from my viewpoint, it's like your ability to clearly get across a message. Um, and hopefully with that, whatever consistency that the two parties have decided on. Yeah, I, I love that. I love How about that. you, Sam? Yeah, I love that answer. That's like super, like, I don't want to say textbook, but like, that's exactly what it is. Um, I would like echo the same sentiment. But also for me, when I think of communication too, I think of like everybody being on the same page, right? It's like, there's a mutual understanding of what is going on or what's expected or what we're trying to do. To me, that's effective communication. Um, um, especially if we start off with different perspectives or we have different thoughts, but we can kind of understand where the other is coming from or what their intention is or what they mean, then we've effectively communicated. Even if we still have like different beliefs or different goals or whatever, um, to me, it's it's still effective if we can have a, a sense of understanding there. So that's what I would add. But what about you, Mark? Um, well, Moyo gave us this like four-year degree textbook answer which I love and I right, agree with you both this. this is what he does <laughs> right he does this okay like he's in meeting all the times clearly and he talks and it, like gets his point across clearly but for me I think effective communication is just when all parties are 
honest and vulnerable enough to come to a sense of understanding. Um, and it may not be in agreement, but I understand you, you understand me. I was vulnerable enough to be honest enough to say, hey, this is whatever we're talking about. And just honesty in business, personal, family, whatever. So I think for me, those are just the basis of effectiveness because I just don't think you can be effective if so if we're not being if we're not allowing ourselves to be honest to talk about whatever the case may be because even sometimes the most lighthearted conversations need a sense of clarity and honesty or we're not getting anywhere so that's how I see it I love that and I love that you added vulnerability I think that's really important too like communication is not about what you're thinking or what you're feeling, it's about mm-hmm. what you said, or what you right. conveyed. Like, I hate when people are like, oh, like, we communicate via body language. I feel like that's not, like, really effective. Like, that's cool if y'all can sync up with the body language, and you can, like, read other people's body language, but to me, that's not necessarily effective communication. That's, like, not an effective communication style. Um, so you have to be vulnerable in order to, like, say what you're really thinking or really feeling and not expect other people to just like get it to actually like put your truth forward whether that's in a business meeting or whether that's just talking with a friend but like actually saying what you're thinking inside so I like that you brought that up and honestly you make a good point Sam about like people talking and body language and that kind of goes into the next question I want to ask the group and I want to start off with Moyo just because just so I feel like that's a good circle rotation like how would you describe your communication style because Sam just said some people like to communicate in body language which is their thing that's fine but like what's your communication style and do you think you're an effective communicator yeah so um my communication style I'm a talker, so I'm like less of the body language, but um, I'm also pretty direct. So I I like to kind of cut to the chase and every now and then I got to tell myself, I got to kind of lead into it sometimes, but um, that's kind of, that's kind of my style. But outside of that, um, I, uh, am I an effective communicator? (laughs) I am what I want to be, if that makes sense. So okay. I feel like I am. That's a really good point. <laughs> what you want to be? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So like, I, I'm a quality communicator. Like, I, I, I have a way of kind of getting my message across. Um, that's like clean and like people can follow along and things like that. Uh, but then that like quantity and consistency piece comes in, and that's where I get a little choosy sometimes. I can uh, my schedule, as as you know, is pretty busy and I keep it jam-packed um and so sometimes like that like consistency can kind of drop off a bit well how would you improve like if you could switch like flip a switch how would you improve your communication or like do you think it needs to be improved yeah so if I could flip a switch um I would more consistently like communicate or like look out to be communicated too. So I think there's like twofold and like based on just like how we communicate currently, um, mm-hmm. we communicate in so many different like methods. And yeah. so 
I will communicate when I'm ready to communicate. And I'll pick up my phone. I'm like, I like I'm about to talk, whatever. We're gonna chop it right, up. Right, right. Cool. Um, but then when it comes over to like receiving that message back, I might be doing a whole nother thing and my mind is in a whole nother place. Um, and so the way that I would, if I could flip a switch, I would be um, more cognizant of like the ways in which individuals might be communicating with yeah. me so that I can be a little more reactive. But you know what, though? I think that's just being a person. I mean, because if yeah. you have a busy schedule and you want to kind of spread yourself to the point where I want to have effective communication, but I also get lost in the sauce in my everyday business life, my personal mm-hmm. life, my family life, it some things are going to just slip in the crack. But I think your self-awareness of knowing that is better than a lot of people. So kudos to you. Thank you. So Sam, same question says, how is your communication? What's your style? My style, I would say it's changed. So these days I'm very, um, I'm more direct. I I mean what I say and say what I mean. Um, I feel like I've always kind of been that type of person, but I really stick to that, which I think when you talk about communication, you also a little bit can talk about boundary setting because Moyo kind of touched on it. Like, yeah, I might've saw your message, might've saw you called, but I'm busy and I'm choosing to prioritize this. And like, that's totally fine. Like you have boundaries, you have priorities. And so I would say the same, like I'm a busy person, but I would have all these messages from friends and I'm like, oh, I got to put down my work and text them back so they don't feel like I don't love them. And it's just like, okay, I, I can't do that right now. Like I have to focus on what I'm doing. I'll get back to you. Give me a business day. Give me maybe three to five business days. You know, um, do I think that's effective for, for me? It is. I don't know if other people find it effective and I'm like, oh, girl, I'm not going to text you no more. Cause you don't text me back in a timely manner. Um, so maybe I can like try, I'm like actively thinking about this question, right? I'm like, maybe I can try to let people know like, hey, saw your message, but let me get back to you on this. Cause I don't have the capacity right now to like, right, right. especially if it's something right. like in depth. Like if you yeah. asking me a yes, no thing, sure. I can text back. Oh yeah, girl. Hey, we can do that. Or no, I can't. But if you're asking me like, girl, help me, I'm starting a business and I need a brand. Oh my God, you gotta give me, you gotta give me a minute to get back to you on that. It's like, girl, I need more than five minutes to like help you with your career. (laughs) Right. Like, let's talk about this next week. But I am trying to do that. Like, a friend and I, we were kind of playing phone tag because we did want to talk to each other about like branding and our businesses. But that was like an active practice. And she and I both were like, actually, now's not a good time. Like, I will get back to you on this in a couple of days. Is that cool? And so I think just doing that with people and being transparent about maybe the time you need, or maybe you just don't have the mental capacity right now. Like last week we were supposed to talk and she was like, girl, I'm so sorry, but I just like mentally am not here. So can we reschedule? And I was like, that's fine. Perfect. Yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think. But I, I feel like that's also effective communication. Like, I feel like that's yeah. effectiveness. Yeah. 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 So I'm like actively trying to practice that with more people. Cause like I said, like she's one of my close friends, but even like at work, like if I'm, if a deadline is nearing and I'm about to miss it, don't just like ghost somebody or like just be late, say, Hey, you know, I'm about right. to miss this. I need more time. I feel like that um, 
is something that I can continue to improve on and actively work on. Um, yes. And it takes time. It's not something that can happen overnight, but I'm being more intentional and like being more cognizant of what I need to work on. Yes. I love that. I love that, uh. you, I love that you pulled out like that. Um, there, what Your belief on whether or not it's effective is very different than like how another individual <laughs> might receive that. Yeah, yeah. I love that you pulled that out. Uh, okay. Effective What about you, Mark? Do you think you uh, communicate well with others are at work and sometimes like the style might be different like I feel like I communicate great amongst my friends and family but like at work I definitely improve yes and I feel like that's the conversation we're going to get to for sure because you don't talk to everybody the same you you just don't but for (laughs) me um if you know an inkling of me you know I'm a very direct person I do not have the time and I do like I just don't I don't have the mental capacity to play with you I just don't so I just feel like I not not only am I direct I'm direct with intention I Mm -hmm. am very clear in what I want like and I'm I'm getting even better with clarity because just like the other day I was scheduling a meeting with someone and before I text them I was like before I text them because it could have easily went into small talk and I'm like no I am texting this person for a specific thing and it's like be clear with what you want and the conversation was so short and precise because I just feel like I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste your time. And I speak from my heart always. And I don't know if that's always an effective part of communication because sometimes that can come very, (laughs) okay. That can come on very strong for some people because everyone isn't as direct or um, in your face when it's like, when they want to know something. So I think- Some people do want that small talk. Yeah, some some people love small talk. And it's like, (laughs) don't get me wrong. Small talk is cute and all. But if I know that we need to talk about something specific, I'm going to hit that uh, like thing. Like for like, Sam, if I call you and I need to borrow $20 for whatever reason, it's like, oh, hey girl, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, the reason why I'm calling you today is because I'm in a bind and I need $20. Could you do that for me? No or yes, please. Thank you. Because I feel like we come, we, we live in a society where we pussyfoot around and like for lack of better term, and yeah, people kind of like, I think people are more irritated with that than we like to put on because we also are uncomfortable with directness. So very long answer, but I feel like my communication style is very direct and honest. And I think the way I can improve on it is to not being less direct, but also understanding every single person I talk to may not be ready for my type of directness. Mm -hmm. So maybe articulate to them in a way that I'm still getting my point across, but it's a easier blow to them, I guess. Yeah. No, that's, that's dope. Um, I have this like situation with my friends where like, I'll just hit them up as soon as I need them with exactly what I need them for. And um, they'll be like, yo, like, Good morning. <laughs> like, hi, how are you? We ain't talked in two weeks. Uh, and uh, oh, yeah, so yeah, good morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my bad. So right. no, 
you bringing that up, it, it's interesting. And like, that's another thing that we talk about a lot at work because we're working with like different clients, um, different individuals. And so uh, one of the biggest things and like the biggest lessons that I've been trying to learn, I'm still, I'm still learning, but um, is starting to identify what type of information or what way other individuals might like to receive information. So especially if they're like our friends or loved ones, we have a pretty good understanding of them more than likely. Um, so we might have some type of inkling on like how they like to be communicated with so that we can hopefully communicate a little more effectively with them. Yeah. Does that he's just that. like, it's you like work a nine to five corporate institution. Like you do that because the way you just talk about things, it's like, mm-hmm, yes. And, Perfect. and you know, Understood. and right. And the next meeting is next Wednesday, 3 PM. Everyone It's like, okay, thank you so much. <laughs> I love that. But you know what, um, Sam, you brought up a good point about how we don't always talk the same to everyone. The way I talk to a coworker is not the same way I talk to Bay versus the way I talk right. to a parent. So in communications and relationships, like how do you like to communicate in your relationships? And then I like, I want to like, how do you like to communicate in your relationships versus how you like to communicate? It may be more formal spaces. Um, yeah. So for me in my relationships, I try to be very, I wouldn't even say direct. So I would say my relationship is actually one kind of place where I used to be like, they should know what I like. They should know what I want. They should know what I'm, what I'm feeling. And I'm like, okay, but you wouldn't expect that of a friend or like, you don't expect that of other people. So why do you expect that of they? Like, of course they don't know. You have to tell them. Now, if I have to tell you a million trillion times, now you're not listening to me. I've communicated and you're just not listening, which is a whole nother thing. But I'm like, okay, if I've never even said this before, never even mentioned it, how, you know, how would I expect them to know? Um, so that's another thing that I'm actively working on in my relationship is like being more direct. And I think it, it's different because when, and I'm talking about relationship, like romantic relationship, when you're in a romantic relationship with someone, you are more, you care more about the person's feelings. And so even if you call yourself a direct person, you're like, I don't want to hurt base feelings. I don't want them to be mad at me. I don't want them to be upset. And so let me, like you said earlier, pussyfoot around it, or maybe try to scope out the situation. I'm not going to be as direct as I would if I was in a conference room. Right. But sometimes you, you have to be direct in that way and so I'm working on that that's another thing that I'm actively working on like okay or even if this does cause a little confrontation whatever we got to deal with it because I need to say what I have to say or I need them to understand how I'm feeling so I'm gonna just say it um but anywhere else I consider myself like a direct person even with my friends if I'm not feeling something I say it um as far as like communication styles like most of my friends are busy. We all have a lot of different things going on. And so I just try to, I feel like I'm the type of person to always check in. Um, like I'll send a text. I know you might be busy. You might not get back to me, but I just want to throw it out there. And again, something I'm actively working on within my friendships is like not taking it personally. If they don't get back to me, even within those like three to five business days, right? Like I have some friends that I texted like a month ago they never said anything or I called them they never called me back 
but then they'll hit me up like, oh girl, sorry, time got away from me. And I'm like, okay, you know, like they still like you, they still love you. It's not personal. They just have other things going on. Um, yeah, but I, I think with my friends, I give them a little bit more grace with that than I normally would another person. Like in a relationship, like, no, that wouldn't fly. Like you need to hit me back, call me back, text me back, reply. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. it's like, it's life. like you tweeting, but you can't text me back. Cute. Got it. Right. And I, and I think that's <laughs> it. The communication. I kind of want to hit on this part real quick. It can go into priority, right? Mm-hmm. Like in my friends' lives, I know I'm not necessarily the number one priority. They have, they might have their own bay. They might have kids. They have work. I'm not necessarily the highest on the totem pole, but in my relationship, I'm your number one, two person. Like you, it should yeah. be a priority for you to get back to me. So that's why I feel like I feel like I can treat friends versus a lover differently. And then in a professional setting, I'm super direct. I say what I have to say. I love clarity, especially when it comes to projects. Like, let me know what I should be doing. I'm going to let you know where I'm at because at work, that's really not one place that I want to be on a different page because that's how people get fired and all that stuff. So I love to be as clear as possible at work. But yeah. Okay, I know that's right. Um, Moyo, how do you that feel was a about, lot. I mean, but it's a, it's a loaded question. So like Moyo, how do you talk in between romantic relationships versus friendships versus business and family? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think that I have a very like careful approach um, to most like conversations or things like that. And um, when I'm like, uh, communicating. And so I'm pretty direct, but I also am like very, very cognizant, like hyper aware of like individuals' feelings and like how they might take certain things and things like that. So I try to kind of take that into account. Um, and honestly, and the more and more that I think about it, I'm like, yo, that's probably something I should work on because I have the tendency to like just hold things. So if something bothers me, I'm like, uh, it might not happen again. Let me not, I ain't even gonna say nothing this time, right? And then it starts to become a trend. I'm like, all right, look, <laughs> you're gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's all be direct at that point. But then again, they might not be used to that out of me because like I'm typically kind of tiptoeing around and I'll communicate in a really nice way or uh, be cognizant of feelings. But um, as it pertains to like just relationships overall, I think like for a significant, other um I'm like I'm still pretty direct but I like Sam said I'm very very careful especially with like their feelings and like how I might have to package something so that um so that it's received in the right manner because like I think again like the way you package out your tone all these different things can lead to whether or not they actually receive that message so I'm very very like hyper aware of that and uh friendships I'm less aware of that, <laughs> to be honest. Um, that might be bad, but uh, I guess I'm like, yeah, they're my friends. They give me some grace. Like, <laughs> but um, no, I am less aware. I'm a little more direct um, and friendships. Uh, and then uh, with like my family, I think my family varies from person to person, actually. So like my sister, I know I got to, I got to, I got to pad the blow a little bit. I got to be, I got to be a little less direct and make sure that um, she knows I care about her and I'm checking in on her and things like that. My little brother, I'll just kind of hit him up and it's like, yo, I need this real quick. And he's like, okay, cool, cool. I got you. 
Uh, and then like my parents, like, again, there's a very different approach. Like my dad, I can just be like, yeah, hey pops, I need this. Uh, whereas like my mom, she, we got to start a conversation. It might be a 30 minute process to get to where I need to go with the conversation, but um, that's just how she processes things and how she like drives that connection. So uh, at a work setting though, that one's tough. Uh, I think it depends on like, unfortunately, uh, I think it depends on like the level of the individuals in the room. Yeah. Largely. Um, I struggle with a little bit of imposter syndrome. So like I'll kind of get in the room and start to shy away from saying what needs to be said um, or really, really try to communicate it in a way, again, that won't ruffle any feathers. Whereas um, if there are more junior individuals in the room, I'll go ahead and just like say it and say what just get really direct right. to the point. I just want to check yeah. yeah 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 it's like my pay grade makes me feel like I can say a little bit more so <laughs> that ass, though. Yeah. okay well, sometimes you can sometimes that's very valid no but like for real it's like because isn't that the whole point of like this corporate hierarchy? It's like, if I'm above you, I feel like I can stay a little bit more to get said job done. So what are we doing? Mm-hmm. So right. I don't know. Um, I think for me, um, romantic wise, I will say that I am very, now these days I am very like, okay, so these are the things that I expect, but also mm-hmm. having the consideration to always understand that it's going to be like that 80-20, like you're not going to get everything that you expect. And some things that you expect can be achieved, but you have to open your mouth, just like how you said, Sam, about, you know, they should know that that pisses me off. And, but even your partner has their own life, their own thoughts, their own thing going on, and they're just gravitating through life. And sometimes you just have to be like, okay, so I don't know if you know that you leaving your towel on the floor pisses me off. So let me talk about that real quick. (laughs) And I, and like, of course, not wanting to hurt your base feelings because you don't want them to come at you crazy because like as direct as I am, I can be a little sensitive like sometimes too. And it's like, now I got to listen to my Janae go and cry in my car because you yelled at me. And I sometimes that's not romantic. <laughs> like, I don't want to be over here having like conference room conversations with you. You my bae. Right, exactly. So I think there's like a lovey-dovey way to be like, bae, I don't really like the fact that I almost slip on your fucking tile every day. So like, let's talk about it. So... <laughs> And I, right. I for friendships, see, for friendships, I think I'm a little bit more like you getting on my nerves real quick, real like, and I try and I think we, yes, we should give friends more grace, but I do think we should give friends a little bit more buffer as we, because we can come at our friends a little too rough sometimes. And I am a very person like, you know, if something needs to be talked about, I, I feel like with my close friends, especially my close friends, we can talk about literally everything. And since there's like a little bit of flexibility in the boundaries in my head, it's kind of hard to not say something that's going to hurt you, which it wasn't meant to hurt you, if that makes sense. So I'm trying to find a way to talk to my friends nicer because, for example, like 
I had a friend who like we were texting and they were like, oh, you know, if I don't text fast enough, then you can come and say something to me. And it's like, well, I'm not going to do that because to me, that's coming at you crazy. And I could, but for what? Because why are we doing that? You know what I'm saying? Um, With family, I talk to them with a lot more boundaries and not for their benefit necessarily, but for mine, because as we know, family can, they have like, they will run over boundaries if you allow them to. So for me, I talk to them in the sense of this is how much we're going to talk and this is how much we're going to talk about. And if you go out of these spectrums, then I might have to get a little nice nasty because I clearly set those boundaries. So it's more of a selective thing with family. But you made a good point, Moyo, about how like when you talk to your dad, you can just kind of hit him up for anything. But with your mom, you kind of got to soften the blow. Like with my mom, I can be like, hey, mom, what you doing? And then be like, okay, this is what I need. But if I call somebody else in my family, it may be like, hey, how was your day? And, you know, all of those things. And it's like, girl, okay, so what I really need is my printer not working. I need you to print these 20 (laughs) pages of this document. Thanks, girl. Bye. And then for work, um, I think since I'm in the entertainment industry, it's not necessarily, I don't get a, a inferior type of mentality when I'm talking to somebody that's clearly above me, just because in this industry, I feel like people want to get to know the real you because people want to work with people that they like. So I just show people who I am and then you can dictate if you like me or not. It's not really a, you know, like if it's more of a, if you don't show your personality, you might not get the job or people may not want to work with you because it's like, I don't even know what you like. I don't even know what type of genre of anything that you like to do. So I think that's different for me because I walk into rooms, not saying that there's not still a nervous aspect to it because some of these meetings can be a little intimidating because you feel you feel like a lot is on the line but what I learned is that the most I've got like the best things I've gotten is because I was like my most effective honest self so that's how I do it but I also want to ask like when you are starting a new friendship or relationship and since we live in this world of social media do you feel like let me rephrase this. How do you feel like social media affects getting to know somebody? Because like, we're so quick in like talking and likes and comments and direct messages. Do we feel like that's an effective way? Or do we feel like, you know, I want to exchange numbers as fast as possible because I want to get to know this person as my friend, or I want to talk to this girl or this guy or whatever, because I'm feeling you. And I I don't want to leave it on this playground of social media. Like, do we feel like it's a good thing or a bad thing in the way it impacts us? Yeah. Anybody uh, take the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Social media. Social media is wild. <laughs> it really it's, is. But, it's a lot. <laughs> um, there are a few segments of it that I think are effective. Um, but I also think that it's like different based on um, based on like attraction and like things like that. So like I 
I didn't actually didn't know about this until, I mean, maybe I'm late to the game, but I didn't know that like if somebody double or triple likes like pictures that like that was them signaling for you to slide in ADMs. Apparently I got, yeah, I don't know. I just got put up on game on that one. So, okay. So like triple like, as in triple liking the same picture or like liking multiple pictures. No, like going down your feed. Yeah. Going down your feed and liking like, oh, got it. Okay. I was just like, oh, they just saw that joint. Like, cool. Dope. They like it. But uh, Sam, isn't that what I, okay. I'm sorry not to cut you off my own, but two two episodes ago we had a conversation about social media and i brought to the table do you think it's scab if somebody likes a picture from like 96 weeks ago and everybody else said yes that's a little weird but i said maybe i didn't see it 96 weeks ago and i just like the picture now you think i you want i want to slide in your dms and it's like if i wanted Mm -hmm. to do that i would have just did that so i don't know but go ahead i'm sorry i just wanted to make that point no, yeah, it's it's been uh it's interesting. So I think there are like some ways like that that like I guess they're affected. It works for some people at least. It works for some of my friends. So um, but I I'm someone that like I try to get the number as quick as possible. Now for me, social media is like hopefully prevention from like being catfished, to be honest. Um, where like hopefully you post a little video on your story. I could really see if you actually look like those filters on your page are making you look. <laughs> and so I could kind of like, all right, put it, uh, put it all together. And then hopefully, I literally as quickly as possible. I might even ask you two, three questions and um straight to the numbers, straight to setting up time. Because again, I think at least for me, I'm much more effective in that like in person. Um, communicating and like having that dialogue and just feeling catch trying to catch a vibe and seeing if you actually rock with them. Um, so yeah, I don't like to waste any time. Like I might not even know what your last name is, but I'm trying to get the number. <laughs> I'm weak. Yeah. Uh, okay, come on. Yes. Okay. So everyone who's interested in trying to talk to Moyo, honey, you better just know he's going to ask you max two questions, and then you better have and that he number. Has okay. To ask you two questions and for your number, he's not interested. Yep. Okay, period. <laughs> period. <Yep. laughs> Let it be known. Even if he likes a picture from 157 weeks ago, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, Sam, how do you feel, honey? Um, so okay, so how I communicate on social media is this. I'm very random on social media and like what I post, whether it's on my timeline or in my story it really doesn't give you an inkling of what's going on in my life, honestly. Like, I post what I want to post, and not even saying that I just post, like, a highlight reel. Because, I mean, I share some, like, lows and bad times or whatever, but I really just share what I want to post. Like, you, you're not going to be able to go on my Instagram and find out if I'm in a relationship. You're not. Or, like, you're not going to be able to go to my Instagram and, like, see my family. I don't post them on there. So I'm very random on social media because I'm kind of a random person in real life. Like if you actually got to know me in real life, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> this chick's random as hell. Um, do, I, do I use social media as a tool to communicate? It depends. Um, like if, so if I see someone on social media and like I've made friends just off of like people that I've seen on social media and I think their vibe's cool. 
especially in there in Chicago. So kind of like Moyo, like I'll slide in the DM, like, oh, like it looks like you go to some great places around the city. Like I would love to go to happy hour. Um, let me know if you're down. And like, I've made friends that way. Um, relationships, no, not really. It's usually just sketch shit, people in your DMs being weird. Um, but I've done like business communication over DMs before. And usually like if it's something, a business opportunity, or I think there might be a business opportunity, I'll usually try to take that over to email. Like, hey, we'll love to work together. Um, happy to take this to email if you prefer. And like most people want to do that anyway. For me, I since I know that people interact with social media in various different ways, I don't try to read into it too much. I'm like, if they're serious, they'll show me they're serious. They'll either ask for my number, ask for my email, ask for a meetup. Um, so I personally try not to read too much into it. And I say that as an adult, like 15, 16, 17, 18 year old me, definitely read into it. Definitely thought if he was liking my pics three times in a row or from 57 weeks ago that, you know, you was trying to link or whatever. But now that I'm older and wiser and can kind of have grown up with social media, I realized like you, to me, it's like a text, like, you know, you can't really pick up on someone's tones or whatever through like a text message or kind of body language. Like I said before, I feel like you can't accurately read the way someone moves on social media. So to me, that's not really an effective communication platform personally, like, you're seeing what they want you to see, but you don't know what they really mean by it or by what yeah. they post or by what they say or what they do. So I try not to take it super seriously. Like, you know, if someone shares something, like if I just had a beef with a friend and they share a meme on social media, I'm not going to instantly think that they're talking about me or saying for me, like, don't read too much into the shit I share. I just yeah. share shit to share it. Um, I prefer that one-on-one like Moyo said, kind of FaceTime interaction or conversation or whatever. I just use social media for the fun of it. Yeah. I, I, since I know who you are, I'm like, yep, a hundred percent. Yep. Cause I'm just thinking about different things. Like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like when you were like, oh, she's very, like, I'm very random. I'm like, yes, she is. Uh-huh. Um, I think for me, I definitely went through waves in social media. Like a few years ago, social media was my thing, thing. You know, I love me some social media, Sam. You loved your Twitter. Oh, I love me a Twitter. I would say anything and everything on Twitter. And I am a huge fan of DMs. Like when people are like sliding DMs, I love talking to people in DMs. And it's not always romantically, but if I'm interested in what you're doing, like I have slid in DMs for all type of things, business, professional, like professional things, personal things, like, you know, a link, you know, like, hello, we're all grown here. Okay. And <laughs> I love when people slide in my DMs because I love I love communication. I'm a person who loves DMs, texting, tweeting, FaceTime, like technology and me gets along very well. But I think now um, I never read too much into people's tweets or posts or anything just because I am very observant and understanding that society and what things are trending affect people's perception of things and like you know, what they want to be a part of, because the same people who might be 
tweeting one thing may have a different like mindset in real life and you're like, hmm, your tweets really don't say what you really feel. So I've been stopped trying to understand people via social media and something like people just say things sometimes just to sound cool. And it's like, you actually don't think like that because I know who you are. Um, and I think yeah. also, um, since we have like all these different platforms, I think some people are a little bit more comfortable using, let's say Twitter versus TikTok versus Facebook or something to communicate just because of how the platform is set up. Like Instagram, like you can have something on your regular friends thing and that could just be, I don't know, whatever. And then people have close friends and that's more of their mindset, more of their mentality, a little bit where they feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, But I don't know, like romantic wise, like when dudes have slid in my DMs, like we can talk there. Eventually, I would think that you would want to get off this platform if you're serious. Um, so I just kind of let them do that because like, you gonna show me if you care or not. Um, but with business, I agree a thousand percent. Most business people are like, hey, here's my email. Would love to talk further. Um, and then, but I've also gotten a lot of business opportunities from social media, from like a post or something. And I'm like, oh, let me screenshot this post, take this information and then do what I need to do with it. Um, but I don't know. I think now I am a lot less on social media just because social media in 2021 can be very toxic and very negative and just so like annoying all the time that I think just for my own mental health and stability, I'm just like, I'll post when I want to. If I don't, you won't see me. I'm not always active on my stories anymore. I'm not always just posting a post or just to get likes or something because I just don't care. And like, I have understood that that's not necessarily affecting my career in a negative way. Um, so yeah, that's how I feel about communication, but you know, I used to love me a Twitter, honey, but Twitter ain't the same no more. So, you <laughs> know, RIP uh, to a real a good Twitter. Time. Okay. Cause like, I feel like Twitter was good and this is not the social media episode, but I just feel like Twitter was good. Like in our college years, that's when Twitter was flourishing mm-hmm. the best. And now it's like not fun anymore. So I don't really care. Um, but right. to wrap up this show, um, I only have one last question because one of my questions was about, do, do you think you code switch often? But I feel like we kind of touched on that about how we talk to different people. But my last question is the unspoken words, which is body language. And you brought up body language at the very beginning, but do you think body language, do, do you think body language affects communication? Because I feel like I've definitely been in places where people's words were saying one thing, but their body language was saying something completely different. So how do y'all feel? Um, yeah, I, so I feel like I have like conflicting um, views on this one simply based off of just like my upbringing. So Growing up as a black man, I was taught that you can't show emotion. Um, You need to be able to always be in control of your emotions and not necessarily react to everything. And so I kind of developed this more like stoic approach to like body language where like, yeah, I didn't necessarily show um, how I felt or whatever, just like, and just how my body was reacting to the different things. But then um, 
I became also hyper aware of like body language as well, because like my parents were like very, very big on respect. So yeah. like, you ain't gonna roll your eyes, you ain't gonna stop up <laughs> them stairs, you bet right. not. Like, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of little things that you can do with your body that communicate disrespect. And so I became like hyper aware of those things. And because at that point in time, I also, um, I also had like developed this ability to kind of bifurcate my emotions from like what my body was doing. I started to kind of emulate the body language that I felt like individuals wanted to see. And so mm, I would okay. kind of emulate my body language and kind of structure things in a way that better communicates my message, especially as it pertains to my parents. So like if I'm communicating something as a kid growing up, I ain't trying to get my ass whooped. So my body language is going to show, <laughs> it's going to communicate some things that are going to prevent me from that ass whooping. Um, right. And so I like kind of taken that with me um, as I've like gotten older now, where like, I think that more often than not, if I, if I choose to use, I use it as like a tool to hopefully yeah. better communicate different things. Um, but, but yeah, that's kind of how, how my process has been with it. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. love that. I love the way you articulated that. Cause I would, I would definitely say the same. Like I remember and so Mar and I kind of had an episode in our first season talking about being able to read other people's energy and vibes and stuff and kind of piggybacking off of what you said. I feel like I can pick up on people's body language because I too, as a younger kid, household very big on respect. I used to get told a lot, fix your face. Okay, fix your face. Absolutely. Okay. I wasn't feeling something or liking something. I was just very expressive and they're like, that got shut down. So I like learned to be stoic and just like, you can't really read me. And then as I got older, like people would say that a lot. They're like, you're so hard to read. Like, I cannot tell what you're thinking. And I'm like, because I didn't, like you said, I didn't want to get whooped. I didn't want to get grounded. I don't want to mm-hmm. get called sassy or whatever. So I just very, very stoic and I think in my 20s, I'm learning to undo a lot of that. Um, Well, I'm damn near 30 at this point. But that's what I spent my 20s doing. was undoing that because it's like, okay, like you're grown. You are allowed to have differing opinions. And if people pick up on that, then they pick up on that. Um, Of course, like there's a time and a place for everything. Like sometimes it isn't appropriate to have certain looks on your face or whatever. But for the most part, I try to make my body language match what I'm actually thinking or feeling what Mars over here getting weak on the camera so what is I'm so like, sorry no, no because when know. you were because when you were like sometimes it's very inappropriate in certain spaces I think that's something oh, yeah. that I'm like having to work on sometimes because if <laughs> I'm sorry it's not my turn to talk please keep going <laughs> no no I feel you because I like some shit is like I'm like, this is like hilarious, but it's like not something that's supposed to be hilarious. And so I'm like, okay, you can't laugh. You can't start smiling because like no one else is doing this. Like this is not the time or place to do that. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm tr- I try to like pull back in that regard, but I feel like I can read other people's body language very well. And kind of like you said, Mar, sometimes you said this earlier, sometimes people will say or do one thing, but their body language says like something totally different. Um, and I think that really fucked me up in the past with like relationships because that was like harder to read because it's like, okay, yeah. 
you say you're not interested or whatever, but your body is like saying something else. Or you say you okay. are interested, but the way you're acting says it's not. So that would really, that was like a giant mind fuck. And I really hated that. And I've grown up at this point. I'm like, okay, fuck the body language, like action words. I need those because that is, it's really hard to read. It's easy to get yes. misconstrued. Yes. Um, And I think sometimes it has to go hand in hand. Like, yeah, you could kind of give body language cues, signals, but at some point I need you to say it or I need you to do it. Like, I can't just like keep trying to read you. That gets exhausting. It's easy to misread sometimes. So I don't think people should like bank on that. And I know a lot of times people like that in relationships because they like, you know, being alluring or they have like having that sexual energy, sexual tension. But at some point it's like, okay, come on, just like, put it all out there, put it on the, the front line. Um, okay, use your so words, yeah, use your like words. Yeah, I have a love-hate relationship with, with body language. What about you, Martha? What do you think? Um. Okay, so with my history of body language, kind of the same um, growing up, like, you know, fix your face or, you know, like it kind of goes hand in hand with like, stop crying before I give you something to cry about type stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I will say though, like in my actual, like in my family, I had those things, but in my household, I was, I, of course I had to be respectful, but I was able to show more emotion than other spaces in my family. And I remember growing up, people always used to say like, you never smile. You always look so mean. And I think mm -hmm. as I got older, I think it's because so many things irritated me that what people were doing. And <laughs> I think so. I'm not even, because it's just like, you guys irritate me and I don't know what to do about it because I'm six. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I really have worked on that. Like when I walk into a room now, I try to, smile because I've also been told, you know, Mark, Mark, you can, you either can light up a room or, you know, like your, your energy creates the space. I've been told, am I lying, Sam? Like, no, like people have told me that all the time. Like when you walk into a room, people pay attention. So blah, blah, blah. So now since I have seen both sides of that coin and actually walked into rooms with an attitude and now the whole damper of the energy is like, is like damp and just, uh, and then I've also walked in rooms smiling in a good mood. And now everyone's even on a higher mood and stuff like that. I try to walk into a room with a smile or just a little bit more upbeat body language. Um, because I've definitely been in places where people say something slick and you can read on my face that I am not pleased. And people are texting me on the side or hit me up like, you okay? You better go off. Like, you fine. <laughs> and I'm very expressive. I've always been expressive. And like, even in my household, my mom is like, you better stop rolling them eyes because, you know, if I say, can I go outside and you say, no, I'm gonna roll my eyes. Cause that was irritating. Why can't I not roll? Like, why can't I go outside? And it's like, oh, you know, and then, you know, she said something motherly, like, you know, I'll snatch those eyes out or something. But I think I've always had an issue with hiding my emotions. And I, and I agree with you, Sam, like, it, you get to a point where trying to always read someone's body language is exhausting because I'm also in a very observant person. So if 
I'm looking at you and I'm looking at the whole room and y'all saying stuff, but the body language is different. I pick up on that and I'm like, see, something's off here because your body language is saying <laughs> you want to fight, but you talking nice or you got sexual attention with this person, but you acting like you don't care that they in the room. It's like, oh, I don't like that. So yeah, now I'm like, please use your words with me because if someone is like, hey, Mar, how are you feeling? Mar's going to tell you. And I, 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 I want that for everybody because we should be allowed to use our words. So body language can be sexy and alluring and all of that and, and uh, a thing to use, but there's nothing more powerful than words. That's just my opinion. So they've, they've got a bat. Yeah. Yeah, they have to match. Like, you know, if you feel in somebody, your body language and your mouth need to say that. But or if you are really over somebody, you need to most of the times respectfully say like, okay, I need to leave this situation. And your body language should say, you know, this conversation needs to stop. Period. Um, so I feel like that was our show on communication. Any last communicative thoughts, ideas, theories before we go? No? Cool. Oh, Sam, are you thinking? No, I was just going to say, I feel like everyone should just kind of like, at some point, take a moment and reassess communication, but also like reassess your communication style. Because I like how you touched on the fact like, you notice like, okay, yes, I did have attitude. And now I notice like, I just killed the energy in this room. Like, I was the toxic situation in that. Yeah, like, like am I the drama? Like, oh. I don't think I'm the drama. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, actually you are. So like, people should really self-reflect. Like, okay, how can I improve? What What am I communicating? Like for me, I know I used to get told I had like a resting bitch face. People would be like, ooh, what you thinking, girl? I'm like, what, I'm, oh. I'm really not thinking anything. I'm in space. And they're like, oh, you look really mad. I'm like, do I? Because I'm not mad. I'm just, I'm just chilling, but- and I'm like, well, they're they're tripping because I'm not mad. Like, they need to get over it. But I'm like, no, like, okay, inside, I feel like I'm just cool, copacetic, but clearly my body language is saying another thing. So I need to be more intentional about making sure that my body language is actually matching the fact that I'm cool. I'm just chilling. Maybe yes. try to crack a little bit more of a smile. Um, so people are confused. So I think a lot of communication, like we talk about how others can do better, but like, Think about how you can yeah. do better. Like really self-awareness is so important. It's so important. And like with body language, you have to be self-aware because like you said, you could be having the best day, but if your face reads like they're having a terrible day or they don't want to be bothered, that's the first thing people see. They don't know what's going on in your head. And that's something I have exactly. to learn. So it's like, I actively will walk into a place and be like, what, what am I walking into? Like, do I want to walk in with a smile or do I want to walk in? Like, sometimes you want to walk into a room with like, oh, I'm, I'm the baddest bitch in here. What about it? And so <laughs> you have to decide that's what you're going to do. Or, you know, sometimes you have to walk into a space and letting people off the rip, like, this is already uncomfortable for me. And you know that, and I'm going to show that. So please don't ask too much of me because the right. capacity I have for this right now is very little. So I, right. I think that- If you're getting don't fuck with me, I don't want to be fucked with for real. <laughs> right. So it's just like, 
whatever your real emotions are and whatever you want to show, you just have to be aware of what you're showing. And nine out of 10 chance, when I walk into a space, I want it, I want my body to be friendly and inviting and hey, how are you? So I actively like, okay, Marcus, you know, do a little smile or make sure you say hi to everybody, you know, be charming, all of these things. And that's, that has come with age of self-awareness. So yes. Moyo, any last things from you before we head up out of here? Um, no, I, I really like what you said around um, just kind of reassessing your approach. Um, I think that that's something that we just don't do very often, right? Yeah. Un- unless something negative happens and we're like, all right, maybe I need to, maybe I need to tweak a little something, something there. Um, but no, no, I, I love, I love that. And um, outside of that, I think um, I kind of just, reiterating what was talked about a little earlier your actions and those words need to align like the body language etc and so there are sometimes again you might bring down the mood of a room or not be aware how your actions or you know rbf <laughs> is impacting the room um, but there's also just other modes of body language that you can use as a tool to just bet more effectively communicate and so yeah. I encourage everyone to try to reassess those things, like Sam said, and um, just be cognizant and aware of like how what you're doing might impact another's ability to retain and um, just kind of hear what you're saying. Yeah. Every time Moyo talks, I just feel like I'm in the meeting with HR and it's like, (laughs) so no, in the best way. And that's no shade at all (laughs) in the best of ways. Like, we just had a group meeting with HR, monthly HR meeting. Everyone just got read their rights and what they can do and, you know, code of conduct. Here you go. Have a great day. Yeah. Um, but I said I'm not successful because I look like a bitch. Okay. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay. Well, thank you so much, Moyo, for being on the show. We are so appreciative that you use your time to be with us today um where can people find you on social media how can they stay in touch with you yeah yeah so uh you can find me on instagram and twitter uh at moyo underscore chino so that's m-w-o-y-o underscore c-h-i-n-o and oh tiktok too yeah every now and then i post some fit videos you know what i'm saying so if you're trying to get your fall fits together i got you (laughs) love that And you can follow Mar at Midnight, of course, every week. We tell you on Twitter and Instagram at Mar at Midnight, M-A-R-A-T, and then Midnight. And then also follow and subscribe on YouTube uh, since we do this whole new video addition to the show for season two. Um, And a few of you have been hitting me up responding well to it. So we really appreciate it. And uh, that's it. I am Mar. And I'm with Sam. And thank you again with uh, for you being here with us, Moyo. And this is Mar Midnight. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>